Marketing 99% Podcast with your host, Andy Cove, sharing excellent marketing. Subscribe now. In this episode of the Marketing 99% Podcast, I'm joined by Rob Pollard, the owner and CEO at Lightbox Digital. And we're here to talk about why people matter in digital and how marketing professionals should use stories and relationships with humans in mind to build a brand. So please enjoy the episode. Hi Rob, how you doing? I'm good Andy, are you? Yes, really good, thanks. Uh, so we've got Rob Pollard on the podcast today, uh, the owner and CEO of Lightbox Digital. Uh, and we're here to talk about why people matter in digital and aspects of making digital human, basically. Um, so my first question, Rob, uh, just to kick us off, is uh, what do we mean when we say why people matter? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think this extends beyond marketing, but I know we're talking about marketing now, but um, I think it, I think people matter in all as- aspects of life because, you know, when we focus on what matters to people um, and telling stories, uh, you know, that's when deep connections happen. And I think that's what really every everyone's trying to achieve on some level. Um, you know, you've got the, the larger brands that are really trying to kind of tap into people's subconsciousness. But but also, you know, as a, as a small SME, you, you are trying to make yourself stand out and be a little bit different from your, your competitors. So the more you can do that, the better. But you've only got to look at what's happening at the moment. Um, and mm. I think I think the positive thing to come out of the current situation is the sense of community and connection yeah. um, and t- togetherness, which in some ways, you know, had been lost a little bit you know it was all kind of head down trying to you know on the on the rat run trying to you know do x y and z but ultimately everyone's realizing that those are the things that matter you know human interaction um engagement togetherness uh, community it's all it's all really important stuff mm. but i think you know again it's evidence in marketing as well evidence in marketing because you've got brands really leveraging the current climate as well to tell real stories again rather than just push features and benefits uh, and products at us you know yeah. you're seeing you're seeing ads on tv full of home videos that people have pe- you know people and how they're adapting to this new you yeah. know temporary temporary change in life and ultimately you know though those that kind of content is it, it resonates with people whether it makes you smile laugh feel feel sad you know that it, it you remember it yeah um and i think you know just to just to bring it back to something that's quite simple to understand it's the film industry is very similar um you know that what i would class as the features and benefits films are all full of impressive effects explosions mm-hmm. but actually not not much substance behind it you mm. know you look at franchises like transformers you know it's all it's all loud and shouty and all the rest which which is great for a bit a quick fix of uh, entertainment but i think films that truly connect to you and touch people are, are the ones that are character driven and story driven yeah, and, and i think you know i mean two of the best films that i've seen recently like probably completely overlooked them in the past because they don't sound exciting but it's the green it's called green book and uh 
once more is the other one. Um, you know, there's no effects, there's no, there's no, <laughs> you know, it's just pure character-driven storytelling, you know, and, and those are the ones that you remember. And I think the same applies in marketing when you sense your approach around your customer and you start to think, you know, it, it forces you to start to think differently rather than looking inward out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you start tailoring campaigns and your approach as to what matters to your customer. Mm. Great. When, um, so when you're working with um, clients at uh, your agency, how do you maintain that human aspect in, uh, in a digital world? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, I think before you start anything really in, um, in, in marketing, whether it's, um, you know, ideas for a campaign, whether it's, you know, overcoming a challenge or building a new product, some, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's important that you have to establish who your customers are. And mm. for us at, at Lightbox, that all, that always starts with a workshop, um, of some, you know, shape or form. And a key part of those workshops is always, uh, customer personas. Yeah. Now I know, I know, you know, you can get very elaborate with all of this. Uh, you can start using Experian and data scraping to to generate, you know, who your your personas are and really go to town on it. But I think in its simplest form, it's just kind of sitting sitting back and asking a few questions. So you know, who is your customer? Who who or, or your ideal customer base? Um, what what motivates them? um what they value how you should speak to them because when you when you start defining those personas it really starts to shape um you know tactics around how you go you, you take your products and services to market um but it you know it's all it also helps you um start to generate campaign narratives and ideas mm. that satisfy their mo motivations i mean you know how can you make their life easier how you know how do you tell stories that that tap into what their frustration is or the problem that you're solving for them. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I rarely come across um, an SME. You know, some, some do, and some have got really kind of good data around it, and it makes our life easier to, to kind of, you know, kick off and start the projects. But ultimately, we still stress test those as well. And it, yeah. it's important just to see if they're still they're still relevant because things change, you know, things change rapid um, these mm. days. So it's always just a good good to just check in and make sure that, you know, that the personas you have are still your, your personas. Um, and then I think once you've established those, you know, digital is simply a medium to create and deliver those ideas. Um, I think sometimes we can, because digital can be so instant, we can get, again, it comes back to that features and benefits approach. We can get caught up in, you know, activating something rapidly without actually thinking it through. Whereas if you just take take a step back and take time to think about it, that so many better ideas come along than possibly your, your original one. Yeah. But it's also to say that digital is not the only channel, you know, off, offline, um, marketing can really support digital activity as well yeah. um it's a bit like you know if you gave five different artists a subject or a concept all, all of them will deliver a piece of art um but all of the all of them will look, look very different and possibly use different materials so i think it's always starting with the the challenge that you're trying to overcome or the audience group that you're trying to get a key message out to and how how you deliver that 
maybe you know multiple utilizing multiple channels yeah um and i think as well just bringing it back to you know the human aspect it, it, customer customer experience is a is something that we always look at um you know a lot of our work is web-based and we're building websites and e-commerce platforms etc but if you just take a step back and, and uh, we run an exercise called uh, how can we wear and it's a really simple exercise that you can do do as a team but essentially you draw you know two large circles one inside the other and yeah. you put you put down everything in the center circle um, that your customer expects just mm. you know a real basic level of service that they expect and um, to be satisfied and, and actually it's quite frightening when you start doing that as to you know what people do do expect from just a, an average service um, yeah. and then if you then use the outer circle to start putting down ideas of how you can wow them at, at what different points in the, the customer journey can you really add value or make a difference to their experience yeah. you get some cracking ideas that come out of that and some some can be a bit pie in the sky but equally it it sometimes triggers ideas around you know what products you could build to help deliver yeah. that or you know it, it could be something that you don't have in your your product portfolio at the moment but it it really forces you to innovate which is yeah. a, you know something that works really well in marketing um you know it might be building a, a calculator or a tool or some sort that you know customers can engage with and actually become it helps them in their their life or their their role so yeah. I, I just think things like that really just really brings it back to what people want or need great and with that exercise with the with the wow exercise would you typically do that with the client or would you do that kind of separately and um in-house no we, we do it with the we do it with the client or the more importantly if it can be a, a team um yeah. a team of people or you know, if it's something that we're looking to do, we'll we'll always get everybody in because you may have you know you you have people doing brilliant things in in any business, and uh, you don't always know what ideas they have unless it's facilitated mm. like that. Because you know, some everybody's different, aren't they? Some people might be quite shy around coming forward, but yeah. that creates a platform for it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think some of the best ideas I've I've had is when somebody doesn't know much about digital, yeah, and yeah. they come in and just say, "What well, I've seen this elsewhere, and can I can I do this on our website?" And you go, "Yeah, that's a really good idea." And sometimes you're really stuck in digital, aren't you? And yeah. when you actually bring in a less digital person, they they bring in the human aspect. Yeah, and it can be it can be focused around you know, again, it's it's like digital gives you so many tools and and like. Diff and even third party tools that you can use and you can kind of get sucked into that a little bit sometimes and it just yeah. if you just break it bring it back down to it's you know a simplistic uh problem and a, and a, a challenge that that needs to be overcome i think yeah. you get some great things out of it awesome and what what sort of um goals and objectives do you do you set around and making it human is there any way to to measure this kind of activity Especially yeah, I mean, yeah, I think first and foremost, it's, you, you know, before you start any anything in terms of, you know, whether it's a campaign or, um, you know, any kind of marketing activity, you, 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 you have got to have a, establish your goal and, uh, and your objectives. And I think 
I think it's really important to understand the difference between goals and objectives because the lines can get blurred to a degree. So, you know, I mean, a, a goal is really a desired result that you want to achieve. And that can be a broad, you know, it can be quite broad and, and top mm -hmm. level. But an, object, an objective, you know, that, that defines the specific measurable actions that a team must um, implement to achieve the overall goal. And those are the things that are measurable. So I think if, if you're bringing it back to how people are interacting with what, whatever you are, you know, you're looking to um, launch or create, I think there's a number of things that you can do there. And, and some of them will be data and targets, um, mm. but some of them can also be, um, you know, soft, softer things. Um, it can be, you know, measuring how, how many people are, are talking about what, what it is that you're doing. Um, yeah. and, th and they don't necessarily directly lead to um, sales or inquiries or downloads which is always you know the kind of metrics that everybody is measuring but I think I think there's a lot to be said for it um, because I think when you when you are implementing a, a marketing campaign I think you know some of the key things to, to remember is is patience I, I think a lot a lot of the time we, we forget about that and we can launch something and if it's not it's not delivering within a day you know it's like oh you know what, what can we change we need to do something else and it's not really the, the the approach i mean the fundamentals of marketing still digital's instant but the fundamentals of marketing still need to shine through which is you know if anything it's about resilience creativity but most importantly consistency and patience because mm -hmm. Nothing's going to happen overnight. You might launch a Facebook campaign and, you know, it gets very little traction within the first week. But to, to kind of U-turn and start switching it off, um, you know, that it, that's not the way to, to achieve yeah. success because your audience may not be in a position right now to buy, but they may be in a month's time. So if you just keep that consistency going and, you know, that driving that message, um, you, yeah. You, when they are ready, that you're going to be front of mind, and and I think that gets missed in digital sometimes. Mm. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying that you just blindly carry on like blowing, <laughs> you know, money down the drain, but you know there needs to be some sort of logic um, approach, logical approach. But you know, I, I think I think people, you know, they're they're looking to change things too quickly at, mm. at times. Um, yeah, you, you've got to have that resilience. Great. Um, so what, what brands are kind of inspiring you right now and what are they doing right? I think, um, yeah, this is going to come this is going to be really strange and a weird one for an Apple hardware user. Now I'm not, you know, I'm not an Apple fanboy. I've got an, an Android <laughs> phone and all of that, but we, you know, I think, I think their hardware, et cetera, is really, you know, really good or yeah. it has been the best, you know, in the last decade, but in recent years, um, Microsoft has really mm. impressed me um, because here you've got a brand that had actually be kept, become a bit of a dinosaur. You know, if you, if you think about them as a tech leader, you know, way back, they've become a bit of a dinosaur and, and, mm. and got, le got left behind in many ways. And, um, you know, what they've done in recent years is completely reinvent themselves. Yeah. And I think, I think the main driver of that was uh, an internal culture shift to create and innovate products that people want, not what Microsoft wants. And I think, again, that comes back to 
um, you know, that that people element. Um, they've also shifted from an introverted culture um, of backwards compatibility that, yeah. that actually can uh, hamstring innovation. And you know, one of the big things that they 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 started to do a couple of years ago was um, you know embrace cloud innovation mm -hmm. and um, cross-platform collaboration as well, rather than trying to do everything themselves and, and monopolize things. So. Um, you know, and more recently, they were one of the first to react to the uh, the COVID. Which, you know, digitally connects everybody uh, and, and broke that barrier, which they, that, you know, that that's probably something they would never have done t 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's quite an interesting one because it's, you know, it's not an all inspiring brand, um, but, but actually, you know, I, I think just to reinvent yourself to the degree that they have and be involved in, you know, automated vehicles or, you know, all of this different stuff, um, even, even the distribution of food, you know, they've, they've got a kind of finger in every pie now for the right reasons as well. Yeah. Um, and then another one uh, is Just Eat. And <laughs> I think, you know... Is that because of recent times? Or <laughs> Yeah, well, recent times, yeah, ordering take. I think they've been, a, you know, a pivot, pivotal uh, brand in everybody's life of recent. But um, I think, you know, that as more competition entered the marketplace, in, in you know, in that in that field of, uh, you know, getting food to people's doorsteps without them going anywhere, um, you know, through like Deliveroo and Uber Eats. So I think Just Eat have just absolutely smashed it in terms of getting into the hearts and minds of the customer, mm. because. You know that there did somebody say concept. Um, it's so you know it's it's so memorable, adaptable, fun. Um, you know, and, and, and on any in any kind of culture as well. So and across any media. I mean, I love the you know the radio campaigns. You, you know, you drive it. You're driving along, and they, you know they just make you chuckle. But I yeah. mean, if you think about where it all started last year, those initial first ads that you know they, they made me laugh. But I think where you know you look at almost a year on now, and it's got like more and more outrageous, and how it's evolved. Yeah. You know, it's it's quite yeah, it cracks me up. But I think when you're three, you know, last year my three-year-old was singing it. So mm. I think you know that just demonstrates you know how successful that campaign has been for them um along along with the rebrand etc but it's um you know it, it, it's just that that memorable moment isn't it yeah definitely great and, uh, yeah just touching back on microsoft um i completely agree that how they've reinvented themselves so i read at the start of the year do you know um seems like a lifetime ago but right at the start of this year there was the the wildfires across um australia yeah. I think they're still having trouble, but um, during that time, Microsoft was um, quite reactive, and that they set a target of that year uh, to become uh, carbon neutral and emission um, neutral. All their footprint they've ever made um, to be neutral. So they've they've not just kind of kind of become a carbon neutral company. They've yeah. actually reduced everything they've ever every footprint they've ever made, which is yeah. incredible, really, isn't it? No, it is massive, and I think I think that'll be even true. You know, even even more true after all of this, because yeah, yeah. I think people are kind of you know really. I mean, it's been happening for a, a, a while now, especially with the, the the new generations that are coming through. 
but I think sustainability and being part of something that you know makes a difference uh, even on a brand level is you know is massive I mean even you know people like Airbnb um, you know they, they've been you have to you can't not admire that brand because you know what they've been doing over the over the last you know mm-hmm. few particularly over the last few years is um, you know it's not only building communities worldwide redefining travel you know involving people in their brand creating those user stories and communities and you know, creating the platform for people to share, you know, mm. they're, they're just 100% about the customer. I mean, yeah. even to the point where they've created new new markets for, for businesses to, you know, manage Airbnb um, you know, yeah. properties yeah. and, you know, it's mental. Uh, so I think the brands that are absolutely smashing it now are the ones that are, um, you know, creating a greater reason um, for people to, you know, to buy into them. Great. Um, so talking about UX and digital, uh, and this can be kind of the human aspect or anything like that, but where would you point, um, marketers to any books, podcasts, courses, or websites, uh, to make them really good in this area of marketing? Yeah, I think, um, I'm going to, I'm going to come back to the, the content piece really. Um, you know, I, I think you know some of the some of the the best books for this. Um, you know, it's not a new book, but "Building a Story Brand" by Donald Miller. Okay. That really just focuses on you know how how to how to go about that. You know, and some of the concepts and frameworks to to implement developing stories mm-hmm. for, for for your brand. Um, we've got also everybody writes so. You know, your go-to guide to creating ridiculously good content by Anne Handley, who's actually quite an influencer in the in the marketing world. But um, you know, again, it's just concepts of how to structure content properly and how to how to create stories. So, mm. um, and then you know, we've got a, a good book around customer um, experiences is uh, the Ten Principles Behind Great C- Customer Experiences by Matt Watkinson. Um, Again, you know, I think if you something that underpins all marketing, and that doesn't matter whether you're coming up with ideas for a campaign, it's always content. So, if I think if marketers can develop their their writing skills and, and storytelling skills, um, or at least you know some theories behind that, I think it puts them in you know coupled with creativity, obviously, and you know looking at who you your customers are. Um, I think it puts you in a really good, strong place to be able to create great content. Yeah. Um, blogs that you know we, you know, I like to to follow. Um, you know, just just covering a di- you know different disciplines within digital. Really, is um, so backlinko.com. Yeah. Um, Brian Dean, you know, SEO. He's um, the way he writes his his content is 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 brilliant because it's actually really well structured and. Mm. almost breaks it all like a, a larger concept down into smaller bite-sized uh, chunks which which yeah. is massively helpful particularly in, in terms of seo because yeah, it, you know you talk about on-site seo it can be it, it can be get you know there's many concepts that go into that so that's a good one um neil patel uh, dot com yeah. um so he covers all aspects of digital marketing um and he's got some really good ideas ideas uh, similarly he's his podcasts I listen to quite a lot. Um, mm. Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Um, 
it's called marketing school it's on on spotify and that's great for like a quick kind of few minutes they cover you know different topic every day um and they just give you like they even talk about you know great tools to use for different things and i've i've got some you know i've had some right you know little bang on nuggets of information out of out mm. of uh, out of that so that's always worth a listen um, and then you've got copy blogger for content marketing. That's a good blog. Again, just you know, working on that kind of storytelling theme. Um, you've got Smarp, um, which dot com, which is uh, internal cult, more about you know internal culture and people. Yeah. Um, Gaps dot com, um, tracking uh, successful online startups. So you know what they've done well and 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 you know how to identify gaps in markets and things like that. And then detail.com, which is um, publishers of SEO strategies that have worked for some of the largest organizations. So mm. they essentially do, uh, the guys behind it do you know, work on SEO for some of the, you know, the global companies. Yeah. And, um, you know, that uh, obviously they don't share what they're doing right now for them, but they, <laughs> yeah. they, they share stuff that has worked in the past. Which, mm which is always interesting because some of those those organizations are oper operating in very competitive arenas yeah. online. So, and then, you know, just as well as, you know, many UX accounts um, on Instagram, you know, there's, you've only got a keyword search on Instagram, you find loads of good stuff, but there's one account that I like that just kind of lightens everything up a bit, you know, and it's a bit of fun that we can all relate to, and that's a uh, market tunist. Okay, I'm gonna do that. So, one. so basically, There's some great ones in there, Rob. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a <laughs> it's a cartoonist that, um, yeah. you know, it's all based around marketing. And it, yeah, you know, it's just we've all been there. Like, you, you, you look at some of the cartoons, a bit like in the newspapers when they're commentating on what the yeah. government is doing, and it just makes you smile. So, you know, just awesome. That's some really good ones. Um, just to shift gears a bit, so yeah. on um, a bit of a fun one, if you could uh, place an ad anywhere in the world with any message on it, um, what would it be and what would it say? I think at the moment it would be written in the in the sky and it would just be simply, stay at fucking home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> because it's not a difficult concept to grasp, and it, it seems to be a worldwide problem. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, uh, I, don't, I don't want to get too political, but do you think yeah. the digital strategy of the government has been pretty good? Or I, I think um, what we were saying earlier about kind of those those real um, clips of people at home and things like that, I think there's the picture of the, the small, uh, the kind of painting on the windscreen that somebody put on and... And the window, but um, yeah, I've seen I a lot of the message, but yeah, yeah, I think um, I, I think it's been, I think it's it's gained momentum certainly. I think they 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 could have possibly started reacting quicker, um, you know, with some good content going out online. Obviously, it's difficult. It's a really difficult one because um it's like all these things knowing what to do with all the, the uncertainties is um you know for the for the the good of the people you know and and, and you talk about audience personas are you know you how many 
different yeah. audience yeah. those guys have got you know i just wouldn't want you know i wouldn't want to be in their shoes trying trying to do that so it's it's all too easy to sit there and criticize but actually i think i think they did a decent job and i think some of the user content that's coming out now is lovely you know the clapping yeah. on a thursday night it's just it just reinforces um everything that's happening um good in the world at the moment and um yeah I, Maybe they could have kind of orchestrated some of that to happen a little bit quicker as, you know, maybe pe people actually saying why it's important to stay stay at home. Because, mm -hmm. again, I, I don't think that message was coming through enough um, at, at the start, certainly. Yeah. Great. Um, um, awesome. Uh, where can uh, people find you and uh, do you have any requests of the audience? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's our website, lightboxdigital.co.uk. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, um, you know, forward slash Rob hyphen Pollard. Um, you know, I think I think those are the two best places at, at the moment. Um, I think I think as a business owner, it's been a bit of a mad time now because yeah. we've almost had to go through like this um, reaction part initially where you're doing forecasting financial modeling and um or you know all of this kind of you know what i would say boring stuff mm -hmm. uh, you know team management and, and trying to you know keep keep everybody um you know upbeat in a difficult yeah. time and um but I, I feel like you know certainly we we have come to the end of it and i i think what it does allow is resource now to actually start doing you know some really proactive things around where we're at which is which is great you know we're we're, yeah. we're coming out i'd love to have got onto that straight away but there was just too much to sort out yeah yeah it, it was it just it was chaos then i think now people have got to kind of rethink strategies and look at the, the comeback plan if, if they're if they're not already kind of um you know uh, running at the moment so yeah, I think I think that's one of the most important things that um, any marketer or business owner could be doing now. I mean, you know, the natural reaction is to you know um, switch everything off or you know stop. And, I, and and to be fair, I think initially it was probably the right the right thing to do. I mean, you've got you've got brands like Coca Cola that have you know they've paused all their marketing because you know of a, a lack of ROI, and, yeah. and, and that's understandable because you know no everybody's in a different mindset at the moment but i think as we start to you know come out of this and things you know it's going to be a long time till it's all back to normal and we're not you know we're not even going to be in terms of the the economy that could be you know even longer but i think the biggest thing that people can do is just try and stay visible um you know on, on some level whether that's uh, thought leadership and you know you don't want to come across as drops you know trying to sell um and throw throw things at people but but equally you can there's still lots of opportunity to um share ideas and yeah. and get people together and, and i think that's that's the best way of going about it at the moment awesome uh and then just one final question to end um and just to, to wrap up uh in this in a kind of single sentence and it could be a paragraph if you need to uh what what would you think would make you excellent in the area of kind of making digital human? Yeah, I think um, I think it's be be passionate about what connects with people and, and, and understand it. I mean, there was a great campaign that went out around Christmas um, from Disney Par Disneyland uh, Paris. Yeah, and instead of showing the um, you know the usual pictures of, of family. 
all of that, which everybody's kind of almost become immune to. They told us whose who's, um, kind of you know, aspirational um, individual was Donald Duck. And um, it tells the story of, of all of it. It's on YouTube. It's brilliant. And um, at the end of it, he meets Donald Duck and at Disneyland, which, which is which is lovely. And it, it and I think you know if you can if you can see how you can shape that as and, and understand what connects um, what resonates with people mm. um, for any, for any product um, or service, I think. I think that you know that that's a really important thing, but but also you know read a variety of books. I think you know you've got everything from emotional intelligence, um, creating customer experiences, how to write compelling stories, and I, th- I think just being you know being being open to to different ideas and opinions, and uh, ultimately compelling content underpins you know everything in marketing. So. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah, I think it would be understanding what motivates people and and be be good at creating content. Awesome. Well, thanks very much, Rob. I know you're a busy guy, so I appreciate the time. No, I appreciate this as well, Andy. Um, it's good to chat to you. Cheers. Right. Thanks, Rob. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Marketing 99% podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please tag us on LinkedIn. Tell us what you thought of the episode. Please subscribe to the podcast for all the latest episodes. Thank you.